4: And fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. No, it's really me. I still have that darn cold, and I'm still plugged up, but you know what? We're here in the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. We're with you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone TV, and on Shortwave. My producer tonight at Master Control is my good buddy, the one and only Green Hornet. Nice working with you, Greenie. Uh, and something I've always wanted to ask you, Green Hornet, are, are you Irish? Yeah? Okay. And uh, Bruce Lee, he's not Irish, is he? Didn't think so. On tonight's show, we have uh, four very interesting guests. My first guest will be joining me in a few moments is Laura Lee Mystica. We're going to be talking about the Indigo Wave. Dr. Jason Rand, in hour two, talks about the return of Planet X Jay Karens, in hour number three, is going to be talking about the ghosts of Fort George in Niagara-on-the-Lake-Ontario. And that's where I used to hang out when I worked at uh, 610 CKTB in St. Catharines. And it's going to be nice to talk to somebody from the old hometown. And then in our fourth hour, Dougal Fraser was uh, scheduled to be with us, but unfortunately, Dougal is unavailable tonight. So she stepped up to the bat. Her name is... (coughs) She stepped up to the plate and took up the bat. Her name is Beatrice Marot. She was on a couple of weeks ago. You, the Exxon Nation, loved her. So I decided I'd ask Beatrice if she'd like to come back and join us tonight for another round here on the Exxon, and she said, you bet. If you'd like to join us at all tonight, our toll-free number is one and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address, talkstarradio.com, on MSN Messenger, Talkstar Radio at Hotmail.com, and our websites, www.xzoneradio.com. That's our main website to watch and listen to us live during the show, www.xzonetv.com, and our new X Zone store where you can buy X Zone merchandise, www.xzonestore.com. My first guest tonight is Laura Lee Mistica. And uh, Laura Lee, welcome to the X Zone. How are you, young lady?
3: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing pretty good, thanks, Laura Lee. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
3: Oh, <laughs> well, you, you sound, you I don't sound... know where do I start.
4: <laughs> well.
3: Um, first of all, um, I guess just that one of my, my main stewardships here is to work with the first wave indigos, and I think that's probably what we're going to be talking about mostly, but um, I'm also... Um, I've been in the holistic healing profession for like 20 years and teach classes in. in
4: different so, so you started college. in so you started in the holistic field when you were two years old.
3: Uh, pretty. <laughs> yeah, right.
4: <laughs> Follow my lead, Laura Lee. Follow my lead, honey. It only gets better. I'm, I'm
3: doing good. I'm doing yeah, good I two and Two and a half, actually. Thanks.
4: See, but. there you go. <laughs> and uh,
3: um, and then I started, you know, just kind of expanding. Um, different cutting-edge healing modalities and working with quantum physics and finding out how unreal our reality is. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started developing my own techniques, and then I started getting into things like ghost-busting and shove removals and things like that. And uh, it just kind of branched out into what I call weird S-H-I-T. <laughs>
4: Sure, happen- sure it. happens it was there, right. Yeah, everybody knows that acronym.
3: <laughs> so I know you can't say that on on the radio.: Oh no, because so no, really-
4: we've got children listening.
3: Th- that's
4: right. It's <laughs> my, my producer.. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it just kind of evolved into that, mm. and I found myself up to my eyeballs and alligators most of the time with, you know, ticking off some of what we call the powers that be.
4: Well, you and I are going to be talking more about uh, getting into doo-doo and uh, <laughs> the first wave indigos when we come back from this two-minute commercial break. Laura Lee, Mr. is our special guest. Her website is www.firstwaveindigos.com. Laura Lee, um, the Green Hornet, and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on... Progressive presents Forest Metaphors,
2: about bundling your home and auto.
4: Hey, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live under around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. one 877 is toll-free. My special guest this uh, first hour of tonight's show is Laura Lee Mystica. And, Laura Lee, what is a first wave Indigo?
3: Okay, I refer to, to first wavers as mm-hmm. real-life X-Men and women. And um, they have a lot of the same abilities and characteristics as the movie. And uh, what happens, though, is sometimes it scares people, so they shut those abilities down. And indigos came um, to this planet in mass between 1969 and 1987. There was about 62%. And then in the 50s, about 30%, with indigos coming in and out. throughout history. Now, one of the things that is unique about indigos is that they are all walk-ins, every one of them. And a huge number anchored in, they kind of walked in and out and then anchored in around the year 2000. And many of them know about the time or the incident where they actually anchored into this planet. And before that, they were kind of spirit guides to um, the being that was in there before, and, and then there was kind of like a changing of the guards, and mm-hmm. the old one walked out, and, and the new indigo walked in um, and anchored in there, although there's a million different scenarios of how, how indigos actually got here.
4: All right. Now, why and, don't you tell our listeners what a walk-in is? Because they're probably walk-in. saying, is a walk-in like a, a restaurant? Is it like a bar? <laughs> What's a walk-in?
3: It's sometimes that easy. Um, it's, it's where there is a soul agreement where one being would go into a body and... Grow it up to a certain point in time, and then, then when this being was done with the body, then the indigo would walk in, and and it would be a, a like a, a relief of of duty, so to speak. Now, a lot of things uh, that are interesting about walk or about indigos is that they walked in and walked out of bodies throughout history to get information about what was going on on this mm-hmm. planet so that they could do their job better and sent that information back to the ultraviolet realm where all indigos were trained, and it's a place that's not even from this universe. And I know this sounds really weird, okay? No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but it starts getting more understandable. Um, what what was actually happening mm-hmm. is that, that this this hologram, you have to understand that this is a... Uh, this universe is is just a holographic universe, and things outside the universe are way different than they are inside. And there are so this, things got so corrupted and so bad that this universe is like, help, help! And so the indigos who were trained to go clean up and clear up dysfunctional places in creation came into this universe and um, incarnated here to help bring truth and justice back to the planet. Now, some people think, oh, we're headed for a prison planet because things are so bad here. And I have news for people, it's already a prison planet, and that's why indigos came here to break the tyrannical um, bonds here of of these tyrants that have been ruling it for, for hundreds and thousands of years and think they own the place, and their reign is destroying everything um, not just on this planet and in this universe, but it was leaking outside, and that was when it was like, okay, we got to do something here. Um, they, uh, the indigos that came here um, were its like a cosmic special forces team. If you go to my First Wave Indigo website, it talks about how indigos are, are a cosmic special forces team coming into this hologram to help put it back into balance. Mm -hmm. and bring truth and justice back here to a place that was so um, polluted and and distorted that what was going on inside with um, the angelic kingdoms and and beings inside that were trying to keep things stabilized, they just didn't have the the forces and and the abilities to do what needed to be done. So in comes the indigos. And that's kind of it in a (laughs) nutshell.
4: Now, the indigos, where do they come from?
3: Um, They come from a place called the Ultraviolet Realm that is a uh, cosmic special forces training school. There's what I call cosmic cleanup crew, um, which is beings from all over creation that um, their job is to go, you know, fix things that are all messed up, and the Ultraviolet Realm created a, a training center that was... So um, it had so much expertise in what was needed in this universe, in this mm-hmm. planet. Um, and, and it was a real kind of elite place. You, you Not everybody that applied to get into this this uh, academy was able to get into it. And some of us think, why did we ever do that? What were we thinking when we went to that place? Um, so... so they're here now, and a lot of indigos don't. They've got amnesia. In order to get through this hologram, it's like we knew beforehand that we would take on a certain amount of amnesia. It was just part of the part of the system. You can't get in unless you uh, go through certain uh, checks and balances yeah. that the corruption had had put in place to. To keep their corruption going and so if we came through we had to lose most of our memories mm-hmm. but those memories are inside and they are being activated and indigos are remembering exactly who they are and why they're here
4: what is the how can somebody know if they're an indigo or not
3: okay well there's kind of um a list that i have on my website uh-huh. and um they um yeah, for your listeners they can go there and kind of look that over but um Indigos are literally wired different than other people. Um, they know in, in their hearts and their core that they're here on a mission, but a lot of them don't remember exactly what it is or how to go about it. Um, they have an inner awareness of what is being taught in, in churches and schools mm-hmm. is not accurate and know that there's hidden agendas and lies lies about what's being accepted by the masses at, at, as being truth and it's extremely frustrating and inspires them to uncover the cover-ups and expose the real truth. Many of them have real strong or unusual psychic or telekinetic abilities. Um, like I said before, a lot of them shut these abilities down because it scares people. Um, many of them get along better with animals and plants than they do people. They'd rather like, go out in nature and just say, you know, forget the, forget the cities are too messed up. Um, many go through periods of apathy and cynicism as, as coping mechanisms, and a lot of them are on all sorts of, of drugs for ADD and depression and and things like that. And it's, it's really hard when I find indigos to help them remember who they are and start coming out of these dysfunctional systems. Um, they're very disciplined when properly motivated, um, but you have to find out what motivates them if... Uh, Indigos have a real strong desire to know why, and if they don't see a point to something or it's not explained properly, they'll just simply feel like it's not worth their time, and and they won't do it. They won't budge.
4: How Um, do we know that indigos are real and not just a figment of somebody's imagination?
3: Well, when you encounter them, and if you are an indigo, you know that there's something different about you than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, Indigos are literally wired differently they feel different, they respond different, they um, perceive life different. Many of them are, have like this internal awareness of how things operate and how many of them got like disciplined in school because they could just write down the answers to like mathematical questions without writing it out. And then when the teacher said, well, you know, show me your work, well, they can't. They just get it from inside. They, they don't even know how they got it. And... A, a lot of their like wisdom and and information comes from the inside, and they they can't really explain where they got it. They just know it. it it's more than a knowing than an educational process. And um, Rob, you're mm-hmm. one.
4: <laughs> I'm one. What?
3: You're one. You're one of us. How one do of you us know? blue folks. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> How do you know? How do you know that? I just know. And if you look inside, you know too. If you read if you read these. Uh, Indigo traits. you go, Oh yeah, I got that one. Got that one. Got that one. All
4: right. What are some? What are some of the indigo traits? Come on, and and I'll say yes, I do, or no, I don't. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Okay.
3: Okay. You have. This is like truth or
4: dare. This is like truth or dare. We'll just do this. Okay. All right.
3: Have extraordinary levels of compassion. True. True. Okay. Um, Have psychic abilities that other people don't seem to have.
4: I knew you were going to say that.
3: Mm hmm. Okay. Yes. (laughs) That would be a yes. Okay. <laughs> um, they're wired different than other people, think different, respond different.
4: Well, I don't think I'm wired any differently. According to my doctor, I'm healthy.
3: Uh, Mind I'm you not can't talking explain about most... health. I'm talking about <laughs> electromagnetically. You're wired different. Your your energy runs kind of in a different pattern than other people.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm DC, where most people are AC. Yeah,
3: yeah pretty much. You got it there. Um, <laughs> are connected to trees in nature really feel connected to...
4: Yes, but that was only once after a sorority party. <laughs> Ever since then, I've never done that again.
3: You're not a tree hugger anymore, huh?
4: no. Nope. Nope. Ever since I got rid of those splinters,
3: nope. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That bad. was it, yeah. Um, they're also um, intense longing for their own kind. Oh, I yeah. think that's why you have this radio show you just want to hang out with your own kind yeah
4: that, that, that's that's true that's true okay. no, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you, I'm not going to kid around with that one
3: okay have a high capacity for love and therefore some people may feel uncomfortable about that intensity
4: once again that was after a that sorority tree. party <laughs> listen you and I have got to take a commercial break we'll be back after the news I've got to go find a treat on make uh, with uh, during the commercial break. Laura Lee, Misty cause our special guest, and Laura Lee and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. If you'd like to give us a call, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. If you're a miss, if you're, a, I was going to say a mistigo child. If you're a nindigo child, love to hear from you at one eight seven seven five two eight 8255. This could be the Indigo Child Reunion of the Year. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the x Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So
0: Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area.
4: Rob McConnell our special guest is Laura Lee Mystica and uh, Laura Lee how many more questions do you have for me to uh, establish whether or not I'm a, <laughs> I'm a uh, indigo child over here
3: Well there's there's a whole list of them All um, right, yeah, let's go, let's, go check them out
4: Let's let's go with the uh, just three more Oh
3: okay okay you like this game huh Yeah yeah sure <laughs> Okay um... green Yes, green. Green. <laughs> um, because of being misunderstood and betrayed, uh, many of them develop strong trust issues and keep many of their thoughts and feelings and opinions to themselves because they're afraid of how people will take it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You've overcome that one. I <laughs> oh, sure have. <laughs> but you used to have it, I'll bet. I'll bet nope. at some time you had that where you just felt like, ah, oh, nobody understands me, so what's the use? You-
4: yeah, but that was my mother. <laughs> Everybody else understood me, she never Everybody
3: knew. else. But her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um let's see. So so the
4: all right, you know, you've kind of got me convinced I'm an indigo child over here, so I'm going to get my baby blues on and But no, what is what is the main reason that they're coming here? Are they coming here to save us to to get this planet out of the mess it's in? Is it
3: Well, yeah. Yes, yeah. they're <laughs>
4: They're not doing a very good job.
3: Well, you know, come on. This place is pretty darn messed up. You can't do it in a few years.
4: See what happens, you when, you do, when, you, see what happens when you send a child to do a, an adult's job? <laughs> Why don't they send the indigo adults?
3: Well, no, they do. They just oh. grew up but the indigo. Okay. First waivers are the wave that came in before the, the indigo children. Okay. The first waivers came in to break all the protocols, to stand up to all of the tyrants, to get things going, so that the Indigo children and the the Rainbow c- children and the Crystal children could be the peacekeepers. We're the ones that break all the rules and and do everything to expose corruption. And when when we once we get it fixed, then we'll leave and go off to the com- Cosmic Bahamas, and we'll leave it to the Indigo children and the Crystals to maintain the peace here. Does
4: that oh, sound like the, a plan. Uh, the Cosmic <laughs> Bahamas, huh?
3: Yeah, I've ha- got my reservations in. Do you want me yeah, to put yours in, too?
4: Yeah, please, <laughs> please, especially if you put me near that hut where they serve the Bahama mamas. That's okay.
3: <laughs> we'll put Let's, your eye on the front row there. <laughs> all right,
4: thanks a lot. Let's go to our phones right now. We have uh, Brett in uh, Ohio joining us. Hi, Brett. Welcome to the Exxon.
3: Hello. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for coming. Uh, Laura Lee, I've been on your mailing list for a number of years, and and um, I was just wondering if you can tell by talking to somebody on the phone, if they're an indigo or not, and uh, and the second part of my question is, uh, uh, what do you uh, do? You have any advice for indigos on what we should do from here on out? Very good question. Okay, first of all, I, it, it was hard for me to hear, so I think you said, "Can I tell just by talking to somebody if they're a first wave indigo?" Yes,
4: yeah. so that's exactly and what he said. Yeah,
3: the answer is yes, and you are one. Okay. Okay. Are you shocked, or are you
4: are <laughs> you going? Oh,
3: okay, right. yeah, I knew that. Okay, and then the second question was, um, what was the second question?
4: The second what question you, is what you know. What what advice what advice
3: do you have for indigos as far as you know um, exposing the truth uh, without uh, getting in in trouble and ending up in the slammer? You know. Okay. What, what advice do I have for indigos that have gotten into trouble and trying to trying to get squared well, away? what what should we you know what, what what should we do from here to improve the world? Uh, okay, into, without getting okay. in trouble. Okay, first of all, um, that's that's a really really good good um, question there. Um, indigos came into some of the most dysfunctional systems and families and places on the planet so that they could. Um, get all the keys and the codes they needed and the secrets that they needed to bust that system from the inside out. And a lot of indigos are kind of messed up because, you know, when you get under mind control programs and you've had a lot of, you know, abuse and cult abuse, and indigos went to the darkest places that there are here so that they could bust those systems. And so what one of the things that I would suggest that you do is, First, read read my website, and that will give you a lot of background on on what's going on here, who's here. Um, connect with some of your other Indigo comrades. Um, start activating your abilities. I would certainly get what we call the Aurora Light Stone of Truth. That is um, a rock that is not from this planet. That is literally the Stone of Truth and Justice. And when you get that rock, it will start activating your Inner abilities and bring put put you on your best destiny path. And there's there's a several pages on my website that explain aurora light and all of its magical qualities. It's literally you um, know dimensional or, or, or it, it can go all over the place. People um, have put them in on their nightstand and they peer in their closet or they they, they find them all over the place. And so they are interdimensional and will um, appear in many different places. Now, we know that gold is also interdimensional, and that's why it's been sought after, not only for its beauty, but because of what it can do. Well, auroralite has all of the noble metals on the planet. It has everything we have on this planet. And then some. when we had it assayed, they were just like flabbergasted at what it was. They're, They're going, what is this stuff? Well, it's it's got components in it that will help activate indigos and put them on their best destiny path and get help them go to places that will get their their questions answered.
4: What, if these indigos are so special, why would they need this rock?
3: Because we've been so messed with, and so many things have have shut us down that we need something to kind of jumpstart it. And where does I'm this rock come that, from? Um, it comes from from the ultraviolet realm. Originally, where's that? Um, it's outside this, this universe. It it was one thing that we kind of got under the wire that, that we could put in, into this planet to help the indigos once they got mm-hmm. here. It's like they needed something to stabilize them and help them um, activate themselves, and that's what this rock does. And when you pick up the rock and you feel it and you start working with it, you know it's not just some some earth rock. It's yeah. it's it's way. More than that, and a lot of people that are working with Tesla technology find that it stabilizes their their technology and helps their research. Um, helps them think of things that they never would have thought of before. And it's um, a lot of people feel that when they they do Tesla research, that Tesla is like right there, and it, it like kind of closes the gap between the dimensions. All right, so I'd like you to Tesla t- bus. That's cool. Okay, what? Okay.
4: I'd like to talk to you about um, uh, an article called "Artificial Intelligence: The Great Deception." What's that? Oh, about?
3: yeah. Well, <clears throat> this this uh, first came when I was um, at, at having lunch with with one of my Indigo comrades, and mm-hmm. he says, "You know what? I think there's something trying to shove into you. You better check that out." And I'm just going, "Yeah, something's always trying to shove into me. What are you talking about?" So I'm going, "Okay, what is this?" And I was getting that it was this very strange weird energy like a some kind of an artificial intelligence i'm just going wow that's pretty funky and so i told him and i said it's this weird weird artificial intelligence that that someone's trying to shove into me and he says well who's trying to do it and it was like some of the powers that be and some new age people it was just this mishmash of, of different people from different factions trying to shove this this artificial intelligence into me And then he says, well, what is it? And so I scanned again, put my fork down, tried to be (laughs) pleasant about this. And and then I started to laugh because what my higher self had had perceived as an artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. was what many people here call God. It's an intelligent electromagnetic field that believes it has jurisdiction over this universe. And it has a real, like, authoritative, omnipotent male energy signature that feeds on the collective consciousness of all the beings that believe in it or that pray to it and give it their power. And it doesn't have a soul in and of itself, only what its subjects or minions have given to it. And this artificial intelligence has gotten most of its energy and power from people on planet Earth. And it seems to have a real, like, symbiotic relationship with... Those in power positions that can help feed it by duping the masses into believing into it. And the more people they, that believe in it, the bigger it gets. And um, it can manipulate people's lives electromagnetically so that many pe- people believe in it and pray in it and believe that their lives are blessed when they do this. And if they don't believe in it, they're cursed. And um, it's threatened by anyone who thinks for themselves and takes on their own power seriously and utilizes it, and um, it it is used. Um, it uses its, its intense electromagnetic energies to disrupt the lives of people and to that try to attempt to take their power back. So if you try to sever from this artificial intelligence, you're going to get some pretty big backlash. I know I've, I've done it, um, and especially for the hologram creation and, and rescue team. And um, there's a huge threat to this artificial intelligence because the the indigos and and the hologram rescue team question everything, and they don't accept anything as true um, until they they go into their own internal truth detectors. So this artificial intelligence is pretty much out out on indigo's tails. And um, it it came from... um, some corrupted organ that got this hologram turned on in the first place. And the gods from outer space, especially the Anunnaki, it its symbiotic nature when they came here so that they could even have more power and control over the people here. And it's expanded with organized religion and, and books like the Bible that perpetuate this oh, all-knowing... Hold,
4: hold, oh, hold on here, hold what? on hold on hold on I'm going I, way I, over your head. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're... you're it sounds like a comic book. <laughs> well, No, how do you? There's first, a reason first why of all, comic First, books of, all, first made. of all, first <laughs> of all, first of all, first of all, I'm not buying any of this.
3: Okay, well that's fine.
4: I, I have to be <laughs> honest with you. It, it's a good, it's a good story, but
3: it's a good story, it, but you're not buying it.
4: It's based on no fact. Okay. There's no evidence whatsoever to substantiate any of the statements you've made this far. Okay. Is there?
3: Well, there is. What and is, what's there the isn't. Evidence? It depends on which side of the coin you're on. Um, if you um, if you have been connected to this artificial intelligence and then unplugged from it, you will feel a a real strong resistance by the collective consciousness because they believe in it. They believe that this artificial intelligence is what takes care of us and what gives good karma and bad karma and and if you, if you pray to it, it's going to bless you. And if you don't, it's going to curse you. And when, when you sever from that and go, you know what, I've got God inside of me. I don't need to, to you know, look for this omnipotent God outside. It's already inside. Um, I believe that, that this, um, this God force is inside. It's not outside. And a lot of people say that, but they don't really believe it. And um, so, the more you start looking for God on the outside, the more you invalidate the God on the inside. All right,
4: but how do we know? All right, I'm not going to get into a discussion about God because I okay. believe I believe that God is is up, you know, is is free choice for anyone. Correct. What they want to believe in—that is their right, and you know, the way and we go. And let them
3: have it. I agree. I, I, exactly. True.
4: But but the Anunnaki, we're going into Planet X. We're going into Nibiru once again. Myth. No fact to substantiate any of the claims that are being made by anyone, including my next guest, Dr. Jason Rand.
3: (laughs) Okay, well, you know what, you might just want to sit back and watch, because I think there's going to be some very interesting events in in the near future, and, you know, I'm not telling anybody to believe what I say. If Mm. if it feels true, go to my website, check it out, Um, and... The thing is, we know that something's awry here. We know that something's not right. We've got all of these these tyrants on this planet that think they own it, and they think they own us. And but we're... this is
4: nothing new. This is the way it has been through established and recorded history.
3: Nothing has true? changed. It hasn't <clears throat> changed except for the intensity of... Um, I, I agree with you. We're, we've, we've been a prison planet for a long time. Um, it's just kind of coming to a head with with things that are happening, with, with peaking on, on the oil and, and knowing that we're going to have to go to some alternative resources there. Well, it's about time. Yeah, it is about time. And I agree. I'm, I'm like, bring it on. You know, let's peak out and let's, let's get back to nature. I, sure. I don't have a problem with that at all. And we're going to have to do that. People think that we can, you know, keep keep on doing what, what we're doing with social consciousness now. That's not true. It's going to come to an abrupt stop. And the people that... Can't wrap their mind around going back to nature. Are going to have a really hard time. And they'll probably leave the planet because they can't deal with that.
4: All right, stand by. I've got to take my final break for this hour. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is our number. It's coming up next in the next hour. Doctor Jason Rand is my guest. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is this number here. And for more information on. Uh,
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Yeah, buddy that's his own yeah. Seven seven five two eight eight two five five. Laura Lee Misty Cosner, special guest. www.firstwaveindigos.com. Now are you, what is uh, you're also involved in the Retro UFO Three Spaceship Convention? Yeah,
3: that will be um, in two weeks, and the link is on my website. It's going to be out at the Integratron Dome um, out in Landers, California. We've got a really good lineup of speakers there. Um, Ralph Ring will be there with his um, he's actually flown a spaceship and so
4: uh, the people uh-huh. like now, t- cool. now tell me tell me uh, he's flown a spaceship
3: mm-hmm. You'll have to talk to him about this. I, I wasn't with him when it happened So, so how do you know he really I, did it? Well you'll have to talk to him I don't no, know. No, no, no I'm
4: <laughs> asking you, you you're, you're having him as a speaker because he flew a spaceship. How do you know okay. he really
3: did? He is working um, if you check out some of his videos um, he's got a extensive background in quantum physics, uh-huh. and he's working on um actually having his his dream is to have what he calls floating houses where everybody will have their own their own ship and be able to go to Paris for dinner and then come back. Um, he's He's just quite an interesting guy, I think
4: he sounds like <laughs> yeah, he's more than interesting.
3: He's really interesting, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so so that's what will be going on there.
4: Uh huh. So and, so are you are you going to be offering rides to Mars?
3: Um, you know we don't know. You'll just have to come and find out. I'm sure. I'm sure that.
4: It I'm be busy that weekend, but for the, I, I'm busy that weekend, but thanks for the invite. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Laura Lee. Thanks very much for joining us, and. Um, Continuing okay, the success one to and, and happy landings. Alright, we've got to get going to our um our commercial in about two hours from now. This guy flies UFOs or he builds he's been in the UFO, he flies a UFO, he's at of Congress, she believes in these indigo children who are coming from another spot coming here. I wonder what they take for that. I really don't know. Where do they come up with these strange ideas? You know, I understand fact is fiction, but then there's just sheer stupidity. And they're out on the street. That's what really scares the hell out of me. Wait a minute, you get somebody like this with the internet? eBay? Oive. I've got to tell you something, gang. There's another one that bites the dust here on the show. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, Jason Rand is with us, talking about Planet X. One of those nights here on the X Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. My producer tonight is the Green Hornet. The Green Hornet, Jason Rand, and I will be back talking about that mythical, unsubstantiated, what I believe fictional planet X. Right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away.
0: Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment.
4: Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org.